0: Welcome back to Young and Wifed Up. I'm Gabby. And this is Marcella. And thank you for joining us today for another episode. Before we get
1: into today's topic, I want to quickly talk about imperfect foods. Yeah. This is a food grocery subscription, you yeah. would say? Yeah, pretty accurate description. Um, service online where they take food that would have otherwise been thrown out either from farmers of like an overproduction or even from the stores if things are not like the perfect size and completely uniform with what grocery stores require as far as our standards go the food just ends up going to waste so imperfect foods takes that food and sells it on their site um sometimes they have really good sales and deals on a yeah. lot of their products and they have a huge array of of things and varieties of um, even vegan stuff, dairy free, gluten free, um, grass fed meats, um, pasture raised meats, eggs, um, really good produce. I don't really think there's ever been anything in particular. I remember being like terrible. Like, no, I've always had. They a good are experience.
0: consistently
1: really good with all of the food that they deliver. So and you can change your subscription to, however often you need it as far as frequency goes. you can do every week, if you need a box every week, you can do every other week, which is typically I think what most people do yeah. is every other week. You can do a once a month situation. You can pause your subs- subscription for a while, come back to it later. There are no fees um, for changing your subscription or skipping a week or anything like that. You can do it at any time. And it's just really great. We've really been loving buying from them it's been like a couple years now maybe yeah. that we've that we've discovered them and yeah like the food is great and a lot of stuff that you maybe would normally find like in a health food store they carry a lot of that stuff so if you don't have you know things like a sprouts or a whole foods and stuff like that they have a lot of those products um on their site um which is great too so that you don't have to be driving long distances to get to those Health food stores. Um, so
0: yeah, there is a. Is it a link? That's yeah. We have a link for twenty dollars off.
1: Okay, so there's a link in our on, um, in our website youngandwifedup.com, for twenty dollars off your first order. Mm-hmm. So if you want to check that out, um, go to the link so you can get some money off. Yeah, and tell us what you got. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, maybe we should like do a. A thread on our facebook yes group. like what's please. your favorite imperfect foods item
0: i agree yeah we'll get on that all,
1: all right, right guys thank you
0: marcella today we're going to be talking about homework viewing homemaking as a lifelong career that is rewarding and excellent That not only blesses your family, but will bless you. So before I get started on my takes, um, I want to read Nancy Wilson's take on diligence in her book, Virtuous. I'm going to read a small excerpt from that chapter. Okay. Diligence means working hard and putting care and effort into your work. It means constant, careful effort, not just working in spurts and starts, but persevering in the work over the long haul. Mm. Not sloppy and not slapdash. Diligence implies steady, faithful work. Painstaking means taking pains to do a good job. The woman described in Proverbs 31 is nothing if not diligent, so let's examine some of these verses that describe her activities and see if we can't get a good picture of diligence to imitate. Starting with verse 13, she seeks wool and flax and willingly works with her hands. Note the verbs in this sentence, seeks and works, and notice that the adverb, describing how she seeks and works, is willingly. A willing worker is a cheerful worker. You know how the unwilling worker looks, with a long face and a grumpy attitude. Since all our work is to be offered unto the Lord, these are all attitudes that should accompany our work, willingness and cheerfulness. The woman described here is using her hands to beautify and glorify. For this woman, her calling is her work, and she is called to manage a large household. Verse 15 says, she also rises while it is yet night and provides food for her household and a portion for her maidservants. So we see that she's an early bird and gets a running start on the day. Verse 17, she girds herself with strength and strengthens her her arms. She's not a wimp and she's not afraid to roll her sleeves up and do the hard work. Verse 18, her lamp does not go out by night. This is a woman who does not work by the clock. She doesn't assume she's done with her work just because the sun went down. Mm. And verse 27, she watches over the ways of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness, which is what I use for my lowest homemaker um, Instagram. This means that she's careful to watch over her responsibilities, not slacking off and not just getting by. She's got the needs of her charges on her radar. It sounds like she can delegate and doesn't have to be the one to do everything. But when she does delegate, she makes sure that there is follow through. So this, the rest of this chapter is fantastic. I highly recommend this book, Virtuous. It's one of my favorites. I always go back to it when I'm making outlines or when I've taught at um, teen girl conferences. This is just one of my favorite books. It can apply to everybody in every stage of life. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about this. I'm sure all of us ladies can agree with a hearty amen regarding the principles laid out in the excerpt we just read. Of course we want to be diligent. Of course we want to do a good job. Of course we want to take a healthy pride in our work as homemakers. But it is so much easier said than done. Although this book, others like it, and the scriptures are full of principles and practical ideas for diligence, I want to offer one specific idea today that really helped me personally have a really good outlook of joy of diligence in my home. So, this is my thesis (laughs) treating homemaking as a lifelong career and your job i want to challenge you just as i've challenged myself to consider how we behave when we want to please our bosses in a job outside of the home many of us before we became homemakers did various jobs and vocations some of us had jobs outside the home where the expectations for us were to perform well and timely I can only speak for myself, but when I had an employer, I had a healthy respect slash fear of them. I did all that I could to be punctual, to be cheerful, hardworking and helpful. Of course, I had really hard days. Everybody does where it would be more difficult to cultivate these virtues. But overall, I really did strive to please my employer and to have all those virtues in my life. However, when I became a wife and took on the duties of my home, These virtues seemed a lot harder to cultivate, especially because I didn't have the pressure or the expectation to perform well, quote unquote, as I did in any other job environment. So what I mean by that is I didn't have the deadlines. Mm -hmm. I didn't have a boss that was doing check-ins. There wasn't like that
1: pressure. There's like, yeah,
0: and I don't mean pressure like bad pressure. Like I didn't have like the drive that I needed, you know, to get the tasks done. However, I obviously haven't arrived. You know, I haven't figured it all out. I'm still learning and I still struggle with these things now. However, my outlook on homemaking has completely shifted and changed over the years. I truly do see it as a lifelong and rewarding career. I see my husband as my supervisor (laughs) who has delegated to me the duties of the home. God as my ultimate boss who is watching me day in and day out how I complete my duties. But the greater reality is that God not only is my boss, but he is also the one who handpicked and called me to this job. One of the awesome things about being a homemaker when you don't have a job outside the home is that you have the flexibility to take care of tasks at your own pace set your routines and your rhythms. Now for me, this is a little bit difficult because I do work part-time outside of the home. I talked about in my last episode that I have cut down quite a bit the hours I was working outside the home. But when you do have an outside job, you still can make your own routines and you can be flexible, but obviously not as flexible as a woman that doesn't work outside the home. Mm -hmm. They have more freedom to have more, um, like rhythms, you know. And and mine is a little bit more militant because I have hours that I'm not home. Yeah. Anyway, as I was saying, what a blessing from the Lord if that's if that's your reality right now where you can be home all day and just spend your days homemaking, spending time with your children and doing this kingdom work. How much more should we honor God with our time by doing it with great diligence? Not because our work saves us or gives us more brownie brownie points with God, but because it glorifies him and it blesses our families and ourselves. I want to challenge you to consider some of the ways that you can see homemaking as a rewarding career. Some ways that I've helped me have been to have a schedule and a routine, getting out of my PJs after breakfast, having goals for my week truly working on having a cheerful attitude which we talked a lot about last week Mm -hmm. (laughs) and asking ryan what things i can do to help make his job easier and doing my tasks with excellence so i can go obviously into more detail of what that all means but overall i really do think that the perspective shift that i've had um with treating homemaking as a career that I'm going to be doing for the rest of my life Mm -hmm. has really helped me and my attitude and my punctuality and all the things that all the virtues that I did on the job in the office when I had employers I tried to apply those same virtues in the home yeah any thoughts
1: I like what you were saying about talking to Ryan yeah like yeah, yeah. as as a like quote unquote like supervised yeah, like, <laughs> like I, yeah, <laughs> which is like probably like the best um way to equate like yeah. if you are working outside of the home, that is kind of what it comes down to. um, I feel like as women. When we are really passionate about homemaking, sometimes it can, we can run away with it without (laughs) ever talking to our husbands about what they actually want us to do. And you're like, oh, but I'm like, I've started my garden and I'm working on my bread and I'm doing all this stuff. And it's like, those are good things. Of course. Sure. But I mean, you need to sit down with your husband and be like, what is it that you need for me to get done Mm -hmm. in the house when you're not here? And he may tell you, can you pull it back a little bit in this area? <laughs> like, I need you to work more on this. Or I would rather you um, spend more time on the cleaning than like yeah. tons of cooking. Um, it just depends. Like, you yeah. know, there's every, no every hard man and fast rules yeah. Yeah, to this sort of thing. So it's something you have to be in communication yeah. with your husband on. Um which I think sometimes we kind of forget. It's like, well, homemaking is, like, my domain. It's like, okay, but in submission to him, like, yeah. this is ultimately, like, he he does – he needs an input on yeah. what it is that you're doing in your guys' household together. Yeah. So –
0: Yeah, and if yeah. he's – so, like, I – some people are not going to like this language that I'm going to use, but I'm going to use it anyway because we're trying to be a little bit more bold with our episodes. But I do think I view Ryan as the king of the home. He, this is his home. The lord of the home. He's the lord. You know, he's the lowercase L. Yeah, (laughs) lowercase L. Yeah. (laughs) But that I am, I do, I am, I'm the queen, you know, and he's the king. And if he's the king of his home and he tells me, I really love, When you make a homemade meal from scratch. Mm, Yeah. Then that is my priority. Yeah. Scrubbing the floors may not be his priority.
1: Yeah. It may be nice. Like, your floors may be really clean and
0: sparkly. Yeah.
1: But his priority is, yeah, like... I really want a nice homemade dinner.
0: Yeah. That is what the on. And sometimes you know what? Like on. I've learned my husband over the years to see yeah, what definitely. he likes, what what he prefers. Mm-hmm. But sometimes we just need to straight up ask. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Even just checking in, like, hey, like, you know, when I started doing a new home management routine, I was checking in with him a lot. I was like, what do you think? You know, do you think like this is what I think? This is mm-hmm. how I think things have been going. What have you noticed? Mm-hmm. And he had—he was even going out of his way to say, you know what? Our house is looking great. You seem so happy. Mm-hmm. I'm happy. <laughs> you know, like, and, and that was able to validate my yeah. good work. Yeah, you know even what for I the mean? sake
1: of, like, getting encouragement for him yeah. that maybe you wouldn't otherwise get unless you, like, asked him, like, how are you feeling about this? Yeah. And, like, the same thing with Jed. I probably check in with him every couple of months, kind of like when I feel like things need to start to shift. Yeah. A little bit that kind of seems to be the routine for at least our household. Some people, it might be less time or more time in between. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's like, uh, is there something that you need me to be focusing on more? Yeah. Because, you know, with Ryan, it might be a little bit easier for him to see because he works from home. Yeah. But with my husband, he works outside of the home for eight plus hours a day. And so. It's like you know what are things that you want to see accomplished by the time you get back. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Right. And I'll ask
0: him like, "What meals would you like to have? Would you what what, what would you like from the store? Mm-hmm. You know, I joked. Yes. I joked when we did our summer favorites episode about oh, Ryan needs his Trader Jose's, but it's like you know what? No, like, it's genuinely it's, something. It's a genuine like you know like I'm like oh Desire. what a waste of money you know but I'm like my husband wants to have a beer. After a hard day's work. What are you to keep? I am like, you know what? And there's no, he doesn't over excess. Like that lasts us the whole week, you know, a six pack Right, 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 (laughs) right. You know, and sometimes we'll just share it with our friends when they come over, you know, but it's like when he needs to put his feet up, I want him to put his feet up. And my job is done when I close my eyes at night. Yeah, same. So that's the difference. The difference between my jobs that I've had where I clock in and clock out, I have set hours. Even though I do have hours, like I I, like have my routines and my schedules. This is when I do this and that. Mm -hmm. I am not done until my eyes are closed. Mm -hmm. So I'm not like, oh, like I'm, I'm done today. Yeah. Time to bed
1: for five hours until bedtime and scroll. Yeah.
0: There can, there can be time for leisure and for us to do family worship and to enjoy each other's company. Ryan will help with the dishes, you know, but I have my night routine. I have my things that I need to do so that the next morning yes. is running smoothly. Yeah.
1: And having having routines and rhythms like you're gonna talk about in the future. Yeah. Helps you to not run yourself into the ground. Yes. Unnecessarily. And major yeah. yeah. So it's like if you are just running around like a chicken with your head cut off, <laughs> yeah. then it is honestly going to be you working literally from the time you open your eyes till the time there is no time in your week. Yeah, for any sort of relaxation or rest, or just even just physically, like sitting down and like right, that's <laughs> just not healthy. Like reading, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Like you going twenty four seven is not like yeah, you are gonna hit burnout. Yeah. So don't um, don't take away from what could be a really great added positive effect. Yeah, in your life that can come about with routines and rhythms and. Time blocking, scheduling, yeah. to do lists, and all that stuff. Instead of just, well, it's all in my head, and I'll just like fly by. The hope by I my get pants. it done. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah,
0: yeah. And if you're viewing your homemaking as your career, as your job, as your vocation that the Lord has ordained for you, then we will take all of these things to co- into consideration. Apply the same virtues that we apply in the workplace. Hopefully, mm-hmm. like I hope everybody did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and we apply those same things to the home. And we'll see like a shift in even our attitudes. Mm-hmm. like I've seen in myself when I'm viewing my my time in and when I'm working in home at the home as a job. Mm-hmm. It is way easier to have a positive attitude because yeah. there is a sense of duty. Mm-hmm. I ought to get these things done. This is an act of obedience unto the Lord. Mm-hmm. And then you get to enjoy the work of your hands yeah like and what better place to do that than inside your four walls yeah it's yeah it's not like it's all gonna be fruitless yeah Mm -hmm. amen all right guys well that's it for today thank you guys for listening today we'll talk to you guys next week and special shout out to our patrons um if you guys want to hear exclusive content both bonus episodes any links from any of the episodes head to our patreon account talk to you next week bye guys bye